You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back, folks, here on Big Blue Views Audio Lineup. I'm Joe Delio, joined by Chris Funk to provide you with an update on the New York Giants coaching search. They've already got their man at the general manager spot, that being former Bills assistant GM Joe Schoen. And now things, like I said, starting to heat up. We might be getting news of who will be the next head coach for the New York Giants by the end of this week as some of these other teams are moving very quickly to finalize their staffs as the the Giants they were the first to, to break the break the seal and now all of them are trying to make moves so they have their opportunities to get the best possible candidates and not get beat out by some of these other organizations so so far Chris we know that Brian Dable has had two interviews so far uh, where we know that they're interviewing they've interviewed with Dan Quinn they're going to interview with Brian Flores They've also already interviewed Leslie Frazier, the defensive coordinator with the Bills. Patrick Graham is going to be interviewing on Wednesday. And then they already interviewed Lou Anarumo, who I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that name. But there is a really good crop of guys here that they are reaching out to. Most of them, except for Brian Flores, were playoff teams. And then if you remove Dan Quinn from that and Brian Dable and Leslie Frazier, actually, I don't know where I was going with that point. I was going to say they were around recently or are still in the playoffs, but these are some really good options right now. And it's a pretty exciting group. Yeah. You can remove Patrick Graham from the playoff group, but, yes. but I, I think giants fans have seen enough from him to know that he, he has done his job over the last two years, at least when it comes to running a defense, he knows what he's doing. He can see the big picture and he can really get a defense to play above its talent level. But for the rest of the guys, you know, these are all playoff caliber coaches. Yeah. Dan Quinn turned that Cowboys defense around. Brian Dable has, he has really been the architect behind the Buffalo Bills complete transformation and resurgence on offense. You know, they have been one of the best offenses in the NFL the past two years. And I know a lot of Giants fans want to say, well, that's just that's just Josh Allen being, you know, Superman out there. But <laughs> I, I I I have to give Dayball credit for his for the work he has done in developing Josh Allen, because you, if you think back to the first two years, uh, Josh Allen was, he was a bust. I, I'm not sure he would have gotten year three in New York because you think back, he was incredibly erratic. He couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Yeah. He could throw the ball a mile, you know, from his knees, but there was absolutely no guarantee that he could hit what he was throwing at. And when the, 
Bills acquired Stefan Diggs and Brian Dable switched to really a very college-inspired spread offense. You know, the last two years, they've run the 10 personnel, four receiver set, more than anyone else not named the Arizona Cardinals. And I don't think it is a coincidence that that is how that is when the Bills offense really took off. Yeah, you know, there's a bunch of reasons why, which I think we can get into if Dable is the higher. Mm-hmm. But it it really is kind of a stroke of genius to to do that. Then you have Leslie Frazier. Also, Bills have had an an excellent defense the last couple of years. Yeah, Frazier was kind of a middling coach. Did not he didn't last all that long with the Minnesota Vikings, but again, he knows defense. He can call a defense, and he has that head coaching experience. For me, so this, I want to. Oh, I don't mean to cut you off, Chris. I want to before we get to Frazier. I just want to circle back and talk a little bit about Brian Dable, and I, I think that the more likely thing here is probably going to be one of these Bills Bills guys. Is probably going to be who ends up being the head coach because of that shown connection, as we've talked a ton about. And you mentioned that you know Josh Allen's development was pretty great. What we saw him do from those first two years, and then progressing from year three until what we saw this past weekend against the Kansas City Chiefs, he looked fantastic. And that honestly, that performance alone, that offensive performance, where a guy like Gabriel Davis has 200 receiving yards and four touchdowns, who's like a mid-tier receiver, I think, on most other teams doesn't really have a a crazy statistical season is this huge performer in the game that really might help Brian Dable solidify himself as this next head coach for the Giants. He's got the the clear cut path of Joe Schoen likely advocating for him, probably why he got the second interview. But because of the recency bias factor that we kind of have with the head coaching search sometimes is because of how good they looked this past weekend and you probably are are feeling a little bit less confident in the defensive performance and the performance of Leslie Frazier based on what happened at the end of that game for the Chiefs offense. But because that Bills offense did so, so well, I I would argue that's really going to give Dable a a strong push as they make a decision. Yeah, I definitely agree. I, I think it's an understatement to say that the transformation in Josh Allen has been Great. It it is honestly unprecedented. I don't know of another quarterback who entered the league the way Josh Allen did, the kind of prospect he was, where yes, he was big, he's athletic, he could throw the ball through a brick wall, you know, like the Peyton and Eli football cops, except he could actually do that. But just completely erratic. Yeah. Mark Schofield likened him to a long drive golfer, you know, one of those guys who competes in a long drive competition where he's basically a power lifter with a golf club in his hands (laughs) where, yeah, he could hit the ball 450 yards, but you need a fairway the size of two football fields because otherwise it's going out of bounds. That really was Josh Allen. And he has finally harnessed all of that potential and due in no small part, I think, to Brian Dayball. And quite frankly, I cannot count the the outcome of that game against either of those Bills coaches. Yeah, I, I am not entirely sure Patrick Mahomes is human. I really want to know <laughs> where... I really want to know where Andy Reid hid the spaceship that brought 
Pat Mahomes here from Krypton because I'm I'm sorry. Basically, a game tying field goal drive in 13 seconds with what one timeout available. That that's insane. You you can't plan for that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, if if only if only it was possible just to go and take the entire Chiefs offense and sign it, including Mahomes and also Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. Like that would just solve all the Giants' problems, but it's not possible. Um, but, no. but again, and you know, we're talking a lot about this this Bills game. It kind of it is probably going to factor in a lot to this decision. But regardless, like again, Dable that offense looks really really freaking good. But the other side of things too. I mean, you were starting to talk about Leslie Frazier before I cut you off. Frazier is also still a very very experienced coach. Very different from what Dable is. Because Frazier, we know, was a head coach with the Minnesota Vikings for an extended period of time. Did not really produce many winning seasons in Minnesota. But he's been around for a very, very long time. He's been a historically very, very good defensive coordinator. And he's leading a group that isn't like supremely talented. But he's doing a really effective job of making them a high-caliber defense. And he also is going to be a really good option for this, this Giants head coach opening. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah, I think Frazier is, I, I don't want to say the opposite of Brian Dayball, but he is very experienced as a coach. He has that head coaching experience. I believe he's He's in his 60s. I believe he's 62, if I remember correctly. So that would be an interesting pair with yeah, a very young GM in Joe Shane. And yeah, I could see the attraction there because like Dable, Frazier is a familiar face. They know how each other thinks. And yeah, as much as I want the Giants to have an emphasis on the offense, I don't know that that has to mean an offensive-minded head coach because you can always get a good offensive coordinator who has the ability to really just have autonomy and run that side of the ball while a defensive-minded head coach works on the defensive side of the ball. You know, it works in other situations you know it, it works great in new england obviously with bill belichick and then josh mcdaniels and then bill o'brien and then josh mcdaniels again <laughs> and you know i saw it stated recently that having a defensive-minded head coach could make your offensive coordinator job more appealing and have instead of you know working as a rubber stamp or 
you know, kind of just a cog in the machine under an offensive minded head coach, it could give a, an offensive coordinator like uh, Mike McDaniel in San Francisco or uh, Dorsey in Buffalo. He's the head, he's the quarterback's coach right now, but it could give them the opportunity to really shine and not be in a position of saying, oh, well, you're just running the head coach's offense. So that's really interesting point to bring up here who ends up being the guy because you take a look at this list right now that I read through and there's literally one guy unless I'm missing somebody that they've interviewed or intend to interview that's an offensive minded coach and that's Brian Dable and we think and what you keep seeing on Twitter and all the buzz from the the pundits is that Dable sounds like he's going to be the guy there is a, a lot of buzz surrounding that possibility, but they're probably going to do their due diligence with interviewing these remaining candidates. But everybody else, Chris, is a defensive coordinator. And that, to me, is is really, really interesting. And you mentioned how it could be appealing to going and getting a really attractive offensive coordinator candidate to lead this offense going forward. But I, I just find it really, really interesting that we're in this position where it's literally not many offensive minded guys. It's going to probably be a defensive coordinator. Actually, it is going to be a defensive coordinator if it's not Brian Dable. Yeah, absolutely. And I just kind of reading between some lines, I don't really have any inside information here, but I kind of feel like Dable and Quinn are the two finalists or not two finalists, but they're the two guys in the lead with Dable. You know, he got the first interview. He got the first second interview. I believe he's the only candidate to interview twice so far. Yeah, I'm not sure Patrick Graham needs to interview twice. Giants <laughs> ownership knows him well enough. Although it, it is interesting, I think, that the Steelers requested an interview with him for their defensive coordinator job. You know, the feeling could be around the NFL that Patrick Graham could be a free agent coming up. Yeah, I don't want to lose him. If the Giants get a new head coach that isn't Patrick Graham and it isn't Brian Dable, it, I hope that they would be able to work with Patrick Graham and keep him around because I really do like what he has done with the Giants defense. But you know, we do need to look at the possibility that he could be coaching elsewhere. Yeah, and you don't want to miss out on that opportunity to bring him in. And, and keep them in, in some capacity. So that, that was the other impression for me, Chris, that I, I found it, or I, I, it caught my eye that Patrick Graham was one of the candidates that they were interviewing. And is this a case where they're actually intrigued by Patrick Graham? Is Shane maybe somebody who was an outside observer and was thinking, you know what, he in a couple of years is going to be a head coaching candidate. Why not try to get ahead of that and see if we can use him now as the head coach while this team is rebuilding and, and figuring out some of the current roster issues and working through the salary cap issues and all that, all that nonsense, maybe Patrick Graham is the guy because of his familiarity with the roster. The other thing is, well, and sometimes you disguise these interviews, the head coaching interview as, okay, we want to talk to you, Patrick, and we're trying to make a decision. You might be considered for the head coaching opening, but it might be too soon. However, we'd still like you to stay in some capacity, depending on who the guy is, just to gauge some inter that level of interest and to have that open conversation about that stuff. So that that's certainly a possibility, and it, it certainly did catch my eye that Graham was one of the guys on the list. 
Yeah, and and it could just be that you know John Mara and Steve Tisch and Chris Mara they know Patrick Graham already. Yeah, this is the second time he's been with the Giants. Yeah, they know him well at this point. But Joe Shane doesn't. Yeah, he has seen the Bills play against Graham's defense. I believe that was last year. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of an unknown quantity at this point. And he, Graham is very well liked inside the inside of the building. It was reported during the season, you know, as things started to really turn south for the Giants, that Graham could be a candidate if they fired Joe Judge. And, you know, maybe Joe Shane wanted to see for himself and maybe get a feel for him in case one of the other coaching candidates maybe wanted to bring, or sorry, keep, wanted to keep Graham around as defensive coordinator. Yeah, you know, I think there's a few moving parts in play here. Yeah, just part of the process of trying to figure out and navigate the situation. The, the last impression that I got from the, this list, Chris, before we wrap up today's show, I, I was intrigued by the fact that they are interviewing the Bengals defensive coordinator, Lou Anarumo. Again, I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation. As you folks know, I'm still mispronouncing Joe Shane's name, so names are not my forte. But the interview with Anarumo um, caught my eye because it, he's not somebody whose name has really popped up throughout this cycle. You don't really see a ton of Bengals assistance being interviewed yet his name immediately was on the radar and was an interviewed person of interest after the game that they had against the Tennessee Titans and and I wonder if that was a factor of wow that was such a great performance let's at least get him in and talk to him and see what his his thoughts are and it also you have noted here in our notes that he was formerly a Giants DB coach so a connection like that is always going to help especially with the recency bias yeah, I think really after the performance of the Bengals against the Raiders and the Titans, you know, those were two good offenses. The Bengals defense basically shut down. I a lot of credit very rightly goes to Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase for the Bengals getting to the AFC Championship. But that defense has really stepped up, especially here towards the end of the season. Yeah, they they have gotten Really good play out of BJ Hill. They've, uh, was it, uh, Trey Hendricks has stepped up as a great pass rusher for them. I think 14 sacks. And Anarumo has, yeah, he has really stepped up from being a longtime defensive backs coach to taking over a defense and getting them to play their best at the right time. Yeah. I don't know if he is a, I don't want to say he's not a serious head coaching candidate, but yeah. This is a, you know, this is a, a situation where it doesn't hurt anything to bring him in, and you you don't know he might just impress you because what his unit has done lately has been impressive. Yes, yeah, certainly has been really really impressive, and in, in the way that they played against the Tennessee Titans is deserving for him to get that interview, especially how down they were in certain position groups that they were dealing with injuries. So. I support them doing that interview, especially that former connection with him being a part of the Giants organization. That is it for our update on the Giants coaching search and our thoughts on the latest group of candidates. Don't be surprised if we're coming at you soon with a with a surprising update on uh, who they decide to hire. That's probably going to happen soon, folks. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on, on anything. 
Talk to you later, folks. Enjoy the rest of your week. to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on home mom? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.